Many individuals try to find success on a daily basis. But what defines this success? Where does it come from? When you find a passion in your life and pursue this passion, everything can come together to form success. This is Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. Our guests will motivate you to take the next step to your success. Now, here's your host, David Wallach. Good morning, you all. Good evening, good afternoon, uh, wherever you are. Um, welcome to uh, my uh, weekly episode of Taking Care of Business. Uh, I'm excited to start season two today. Um, as you know, I took a month and a half or almost two months of a break uh, after going 15 months, consecutive 15 months with our show since we started on March 7th, uh, 2017. So I'm really excited to be here, uh, to be back with you. Uh, I don't have a guest today. Today, I, my show is is about uh, you know going back to going back to business uh, after a break, and um, uh, I'll share with you uh, my summer experiences, and I'll talk about uh, how you get back from a nice you know vacation to uh, back to business, and how you in today's world uh, on September fourth. Uh, going back and kind of looking at year end and the year beyond, uh, which is a great time to do some evaluations. Um, but, you know, I want to start first with, with my personal experience over the summer. Um, you know, you usually talk about sharing experiences, sharing experiences, but we normally will share the bad experiences we had. Um, not so much the good experiences, we'll keep them to ourselves, but I want to share with you today great experiences that we had, when I say we, is with my family this summer. Um, you know, many in many of the uh, segments we had in season one, I was talking about balance, 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 balance in life is important, balance between your business, your family, uh, your mental, you know, uh, health. Uh, is very important to any person and especially to inter- entrepreneurs that you know have a lot of things going in their head during the uh, during the year um, so and I'm not I wasn't good at you know keeping my balance for many many years um, so this year um, I decided to uh, you know use this summer as quality time with my wife and my kids um, and, and not just them, you know, other family members and also friends. And as such, I decided to take some time off. Um, and when I say time off, I, I think I did very well in uh, not, you know, texting and answering every email that uh, was sent to me from work. Um, I did it probably in the morning or in the evening before I went to bed. But I kept the day open for my uh, wife, kids, and and family and friends. So, um, you know, uh, Calgary celebrates uh, a big, big uh, event in July, which is the Calgary Stampede, which I enjoyed uh, with clients and 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 friends as well. And um, but following, we decided to travel, and travel is a great experience. Uh, you know, I come from the real estate industry, and every time I travel, uh, it's a great opportunity to look at other uh, cities, how they develop, how they grow, and, and and what are the trends in real estate. And I'm sure that every industry, in every industry, you can uh, use travel as a way and a mean to, you know, broaden your horizon, expand your thoughts, and, and get new and exciting ideas that you can take back with you when you come back to your or uh, original uh, place of living. 
Um, so uh, end of July or towards the end of July, uh, we traveled to Oregon, uh, and uh, it was our first time in uh, Portland and Oregon. And um, you know, um, I was pleasantly surprised, uh, probably just because I didn't know much about it. So uh, we traveled uh, with our kids, uh, or three kids, and. Um, as I mentioned, first time to Oregon and first time in Portland, so contacted some friends, got some ideas, and um, I have to share with you that uh, you know the surrounding area is just amazing. Uh, Portland itself is great. Portland has a great kind of uh, food scenery that um, we, we really enjoyed, um, but the surrounding areas are. are really, really great in terms of sightseeing. So if you go, whether you go east of Portland uh, through the Columbia Gorge, um, you have six or seven waterfalls. Uh, each one has a trail that you can hike. Uh, you can also be the lazy tourist and, you know, drive to the parking lot and just go look at the fall and uh, at a waterfall and go back to your car next. And, and next. Or you can, uh, you know, stop and um, have the... Uh, Courage to do some hikes to the top of the falls or, or uh, around the falls. Uh, really, really uh, nice experience. Uh, highly recommend the, the whole area of the Columbia uh, Gorge. Of course, you know, being in, in Portland, uh, you have to go to wine country, you have to taste some wines. And you have to uh, try um, what they're known for, and that's the Pinot Noir. Um, we got some recommendations on about on, on, on three or four uh, wineries, and uh, we stopped the three of them. Uh, uh, we set kind of uh, you know uh, meetings in, in to taste some of their wines, and with all the respect, and I love my wine. I love really, I love my, my wine. Uh, with all the respect, I'm not a Pinot Noir. Um, you know, drinker, that's not my preferred wine. I'm sorry to all the Pinot lovers. It's a good wine, I'm sure. But it's not my palate. And um, But it was a good experience. Really nice wineries, nice scenery. Each one of them, you can see either rolling hills with, with vineyards or you can see uh, the Columbia Gorge and, and the uh, river. So there's always nice scenery when you do the wine tasting. I would recommend sitting outside, not in the air condition. When it's hot or, or, or it doesn't matter, just enjoy the views. Um, in Portland, uh, we stayed in an area called South Ta uh, Tabor. Um, and we had a blast over there. This whole area, and that goes back to uh, my real estate uh, life as, as a real estate professional. The whole area is in transition. You see old houses being torn down and, you know, new exciting condos and, and rental apartments are coming, popping up. You see stores that are changing the face of the, the face and the, the content of the stores. Uh, really, really neat, neat, neat neighborhood. Um, walking distance uh, to amazing pubs, um, wonderful restaurants. Uh, some of them look like a hole in the wall, but when you walk in and you look at the menu and you taste the food, it's to die for. Um, it's unbelievable uh, experience, uh, that area that is in transition. Uh, it's called, uh, the main street is called Southeast Division. Uh, highly recommend, if you are in Portland, don't go to a hotel, go to an Airbnb in those areas that are kind of in transition. 
and enjoy the neighborhood scenery, enjoy uh, the breakfast locations, the cafes, uh, and, and the uh, unbelievable uh, good restaurants, uh, which all are, all are owned by either young or, or mature or older kind of entrepreneurs. And, and they are there. They are serving you. They are preparing the food. Uh, they will have a chat with you. Uh, really, really uh, a nice feeling for uh, someone that comes and visit and not just for the local people that live there. So um, that was our experience in uh, Portland and uh, in Oregon. Um, and, you know, we came back home and a, a week later we traveled um, to the Holy Land. Um, as you know, um, my wife, myself, our kids were all born in Israel. And it's always excited for us uh, to go back and visit our place of birth. Uh, and even more exciting is is every time we travel to Israel, we see new things, uh, explore the food and wine scenery, and and never miss any sightseeing and the and the incredible history of the land and the people. And of course, you know, when you're there, you have to visit family and you have to visit uh, friends as well. And we did all of the above. Um, you know, when it comes to Israel, you can see a variety of history from 3,500 years ago, 2,000 years ago, and uh, up to 1,100 uh, century, and sorry, 11th century and, and to today. That mix of history and current is, is unbelievable. And uh, it's an experience that, you know, le- always leaves me, even though I was born there and I lived there for 39 years, it leaves me with a wow when, when I travel and, and as a tourist now to uh, Israel. Um, we started uh, our trip uh, in Tel Aviv and uh, we visited the um, old city of Jaffa and its port. Um, when you go through the narrow streets and, 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 and the uh, alleys over there, what you discover today is galleries with modern art, uh, photography, religious ornaments, and of course a lot of seafood restaurants. Uh, the, the food is so fresh coming from the Jaffa port straight to the restaurant, straight to your dish. Um, if you like seafood, uh, Jaffa is definitely one of your places to visit and one of the places uh, to taste uh, the, seaf- the, the, the sea fish. Um, I love sea fish, uh, Mediterranean fish, uh, highly recommended. Um, follow, you know, following our visit to Jaffa, we traveled to Caesarea. This is a town that was built by, by the Romans. Um, on the Mediterranean coast um, over 2,000 years ago. It's amazing. It's over 2,000 years old. And still today, uh, you have the amphitheater is still, you know, working, and you can see concerts there. Um, we, we kind of visited the amphitheater. Of course, there was no concert when we were there, but uh, we were there in a concert three years ago. Un, un, unexpected, unbelievable, amazing. Uh, the atmosphere is just you, you know, you, when you're there in a concert, you think about what happened there 2,000 years ago. Um, you see the hippodrome and the, the, the horse races, where the horse races took place and, and, and the palaces. Today, the whole city, the whole town of Caesarea is an arche- uh, archaeological park. Um, and you can walk between many pillars that were once holding houses and palaces, see the sculptures and frescoes that are 2,000 to 2,500 years old. Um, and it's it's a kind of experience that you think it, it, it 
makes you think how did they build all those things 2,000 years ago? How were they able? Uh, we think we're advanced. Well, they were not least advanced now than we are. And and it's it really kind of a, a neat experience to see the construction, how they built uh, the, the spas and, and the system they had. Um, one of the world uh, heritage sites is in my hometown of Haifa. Um, these are the Baha'i Gardens. They're also known as the Hanging uh, Gardens. Um, the gardens surround the shrine of uh, the Bab. The Bab was the founder of the Baha'i religion, uh, originally from Iran, but they were persecuted, so they kind of uh, chose Haifa and Akko in, in Israel as their kind of uh, religious place and, and, and center. Um, the gardens are kilometer long. They start at the top of Mount Car- Carmel and go down all the way almost to the Haifa port. They cover over 200,000 square meters. Imagine just 200,000 square meters of, of land covered with amazing gardens with two uh, set of stairs linking the whole kilometer long from top to bottom. And you can go along those uh, gardens with the waterfalls in the middle um, and enjoy a scenery that is once in a lifetime. Um, when, when you start, you start from the top of Mount Carmel, the vista from the, the top of the mountain is, is incredible. You can see the Haifa Bay, uh, you can see the Haifa Port. Of course, the whole Baha'i Gardens are kind of uh, spread underneath you. And, and when we have, when there's good vis- uh, visibility, you can see all the way to the northern tip of Israel and to the border with Lebanon. Um, we, we then kind of decided to go and visit uh, the Jordan River and the Sea of Galilee, uh, places where Jesus had lived and followers started gathering um, around him. Uh, of course, we visited the uh, Jordan River where people still, still today go and baptize. Um, and from there, we climbed to uh, the Beatitude uh, Monastery. Um, this monastery was first built on the f- in the 4th century. And it was rebuilt in the 1930s. And this monastery had two popes visit, Pope Paul VI and John Paul II. They both celebrated a mass during their visit to the Holy Land. Um, the, the, from, the, from the monastery, it's an easy climb to the Golan Heights uh, to get a, and, and we got a good, and going back from what I said earlier, from history to current, from history to current, that's the whole uh, kind of story of the, of the state of Israel and the whole story of the region. So from the monastery, um, the Beatitude Monastery, we climbed to the Golan Heights. Uh, what we got is a, is a great point of view uh, of the southern part of Syria, uh, an area that unfortunately has been in the news for so many years, uh, I think like seven years, for the wrong reason, which is the civil war in, in Syria. As I mentioned, it's a, it's a very interesting feeling. For one minute, you're in a holy place where two popes were visited. Uh, visited. You, you're in an area that, uh, you know, Jesus was roaming around and, you know, have so many uh, synagogues and monasteries. And then you climb a few kilometers uh, or a few miles 
And in today's reality world, the Syrian army, the Israeli army, the UN forces all mixed together and uh, kind of sit in front of you and you watch and you go, hmm, that's kind of very interesting from past to today, going back and forth all the time. Um, as usual, we have to take our first break um, and um, I encourage you uh, to stay tuned. I uh, will be back with you on the other side of the commercials. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Mailjet is changing how teams email with the launch of their collaboration toolkit. Create and send emails with your team faster with real-time collaboration and in-app commenting. Learn why businesses like Product Hunt, Microsoft, Avis, and more send millions of emails every day with Mailjet at hello dot mailjet.com forward slash voice and try mailjet premium for one month free that's hello dot mailjet.com forward slash voice stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com are tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Um, I'm back with you and on uh, the second segment of today's uh, episode of Taking Care of Business. Uh, before we broke for commercial, um, I was sharing with you our trip to, a uh, portion of our trip to Israel. And uh, we kind of, I uh, finished when uh, we were traveling to the Golan Heights to look at, on the other side of the border at the Syrian area where the uh, war was going on until about three or four weeks ago. Um from Golan Heights, uh, our next adventure was uh, uh, in the Dead Sea, um, in the Dead Sea area, I should say. Uh, we woke up at 4 a.m., uh, so we can start climbing Mount Masada at 5 a.m., 
through the Snake Trail, which is about an hour of a, an hour of a hike uh, up a Snake Trail. It uh, goes, uh, you know, up the hill with 700 stairs. Um, and the reason we did it is to get uh, to the top of uh, the mountain before sunrise and watch the sunrise over the Jordanian mountain range. A spectacular vista indeed, uh, no doubt uh, it's worthwhile. Um, it was a little bit, you know, tiring. Uh, it's, it, you have to understand that um, in uh, the Dead Sea, which is about uh, 400 meters below sea level, which is 1,200 feet below sea level, the temperature at uh, 6 a.m. is 28, 30 degrees, um, which is about 90 uh, Fahrenheit, and that's uh, it's a tough climb. Um, but we made it, and we made it to the top, and, and we were watching, and we were able to see the sunrise over uh, the Jordanian mountains, which are kind of uh, colored in red, uh, which gives it a, a spectacular kind of uh, view. Uh, a little bit about the mount itself, Mount Masada. It is a very important uh, and symbolic piece of, of Jewish history and, and today's uh, Holy Land and today's State of Israel. Uh, the fortress, uh, which used to be the, the palace, a palace before it became a, fort, a fortress, again was built by the Romans. Um, however, when they deserted the, the uh, palace, which you have to understand is the middle of a desert and the middle of a very dry area, um, Jewish families uh, of people known as the Sikiri, the Sikrikims, the Sikiris, uh, you watch the movie Sicario, you, you should uh, kind of uh, see that, settled on the mountain in that fortress. Um, when the big revolt against the Roman Empire started, uh, Roman troops kind of uh, surrounded the mountain um, and were trying to uh, penetrate the fortress and, and, and capture the Jewish people that were uh, living on the mountain. According to history, about 900 people, 900 um, Jews, families um, were living on the mountain. It took the Romans about six months to break the, into the, fort, the fortress. Um, however, when they were able to penetrate the fortress walls, uh, what they found was an astonishing, astonishing kind of sight. Um, the whole community has committed suicide, um, just not to be captured by the Romans and become slaves. The, the reason we know that story, because uh, one or two people survived, they were the last people to uh, kill the others. Um, they were kind of drawing lottery, who was going to kill who, and one or two survived just to tell the story. Um, it became a symbol in, in, for Jewish life, it became a symbol for uh, for the state of Israel, and uh, it's a worthwhile visit. Uh, by the way, you don't have to take the uh, snake uh, trail at 5 a.m. You can wait till 8 a.m. and use the cable car. Way more comfortable. Um, from there, of course, we did we did kind of enjoy uh, a dip at the, at the Dead Sea. We covered ourselves with. Uh, so far rich mud and we're floating in the salty waters and it's healthy treatments that uh, the Dead Sea offers, which was a relaxing relaxing break during our, our long trip and, and you know being tourist in our in, in our country, moving from one place to the to the other. And then there's Jerusalem. Uh, what a city. Really, it doesn't matter whether they're Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, Hindu, Jew, Baha'i, maybe I'm forgetting some of the other religions that exist. 
as soon as you get and, and, and you set your foot in Jerusalem, you feel its power, its magic, its holiness. Uh, there's something in the air. Um, and when you roam through the old city, uh, through its, they, the old city has four quarters, uh, the Armenian, uh, the Muslim one where the big souk, the big market is, and be careful, don't buy the price they give you, you have to negotiate, not to insult them, you have to negotiate to buy, and we did negotiate and we did buy. Uh, you have the Christian quarter and you have the Jewish quarter. Um, visiting the Western Wall and the Western Wall's tunnels, um, which it tells the history of the, the temple and the history of, of how it was built. Um, or maybe it's the convoy of pilgrims that we were able to see carrying a cross and walking through the Via de la Rosa uh, to the Church of the Holy uh, Spalcher. Uh, you can feel and almost even see the spiritual extra feeling in this city of Jerusalem, and, and, and that feeling is, is in the air. Uh, we, we visited the city of David, <clears throat> and uh, we walked over half a kilometer, which is about 0.3 miles underground in, in, water walk, in, in water, walking through the Siloam tunnel that used to bring water to, the, to old Jerusalem before, you know, in, in the old days. Uh, water is still running there, so we had to, uh, you know, change for uh, comfortable gear to walk in water. Uh, but it was a great experience. You walk in a tunnel which is completely dark, uh, and you know that that was the water source for Jerusalem in the days of uh, the Bible, whether it's King David, King Solomon, uh, and other kings, and, and later, um, you know that you're walking through history. Uh, we, we visited uh, Dormition Dorm, Abbey and uh, what is believed to be the tomb of King David. Everywhere you go in Jerusalem, um, everywhere you, every, every corner you turn, every every street you walk, either is a, there's a church or there, or there's a uh, a synagogue, and there's a historic site, and there's a mosque. And that mixture of, of Muslims and Christians and Jews and, and other religions that walk around, roam around, just gives you really a, a great experience in how we should live and, and how people can, you know, relate to each other and be with each other, even though they don't share the same religion. Um, the last site we visited in Jerusalem was Yad Vashem. Yad Vashem is the Holocaust Memorial Museum. To understand Israel today, as well as to understand Israelis and, and world Jewish communities, you must visit the Holocaust Museum. Uh, by the way, there is another important Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C. I visited this one as well. Um, and and it is, it's, a, it's a chilling visit, I have to admit. It doesn't matter whether you go to the one in Israel or you go to the one in Washington. It's a chilling visit. It, it makes you wonder how do human beings can do something so disturbing, so horrific, and even monstrous. And, and I think it leaves you thinking about our world today and whether this can happen again, uh, which is probably the scariest thought that, that you have after you visit the museums and when you think about what you hear in the news today in different areas of, uh, of the world. Um, uh, it's chilling, it's, it's tough, um, but I think it's a must for every person to understand what happened in Europe in uh, 1939 to, or before, it, it started before when the Nazis kind of took power. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's really 
important to understand how a whole nation were following the wrong leader. And it, it, again, and, and you have, must think about, can it happen to get, today? And if it does, how can we stop it? We stayed a few more uh, days in Israel, uh, you know, enjoying the uh, Mediterranean, resting on the beach, uh, enjoying a variety of amazing restaurants. And, and the food scene in Israel is just exploding. And, um, you know, people talk about the Mediterranean, uh, the Mediterranean uh, diet. We call it just food. Um, and, but my biggest surprise I've been living now in Canada for 20 years, and my biggest surprise uh, was the wine industry. Uh, and the wine Israel produces really unbelievable wines. Um, I think during the whole 20 days we were there, I didn't drink any wine out of Europe or any other part of the world, just tasted Israeli wines that I've never tasted before. Uh, now, I have to share my choice. Uh, my choice uh, for Israeli winery and Israeli wines is the Kitron Winery, Kitron, K-I-T-R-O-N. Uh, it is in the Lower Galilee, and it's a gravity winery, which is very interesting. Everything goes in gravity to the bottom, to the cellar. Their selection of, of red wines is to die for, and I have to admit, I did carry four bottles all the way back to Canada, and uh, they all made it. And we are going to use them and, and open them in sp special occasions because I bought their kind of uh, higher-end wines. My wife doesn't know yet. Um, so that was our experience in the summer, and that was my balance. That, was, that helped me, you know, recharge my batteries, think about the radio program, think about uh, real estate, think about what I want to do when I grow up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did celebrate, after 20 years, I did celebrate my birthday for the first time in Israel after 20 years. Uh, and, you know, I uh, did it with wine tasting, of course. Uh, we went to a winery for wine tasting on my birthday, which was which is always fun. Um, one last thing about my personal life before we uh, go to commercial and before we jump into business back and set the stage for uh, next week uh, guests. Um, today is September 4th, and September 4th has a very special meaning for me. Uh, there is a phrase that says, behind every successful man, uh, there is a supporting woman. And um, I, I want to change it. I want to say behind every successful man, there is a strong or a pillar woman. And the reason I say it is today is our anniversary, our 34th year anniversary. Um, my wife, uh, Zohar, uh, that has been my friend and, and my confidant and, and more than more than I dreamt about when we when I proposed. Well, I didn't exactly propose. I just gave her an ultimatum, but she accepted the ultimatum. So today is our 34th anniversary, and um, whatever I did over the years, I couldn't have done it without her. And the reason I say it is not for lip service. The reason I say it is we had our ups and downs financially. We had our uh, successes. We had our failures. We have three amazing kids, um, and the biggest contribution um, – that Zohar made uh, to our life is being the the rock that we all leaned on over the last 34 years. 
whether it was me with, you know, being an entrepreneur and all the problems and, and, and highs and, uh, and downs that it brings with it, whether it's our three kids, um, Itai that is 30, Omri that is 27, or Shai that is 21, we all leaned on, on, on Zohar. We all kind of used her as our pillar to uh, help us go through tough times. Uh, we shared um, everything with her, the good and the bad. And she was able to hold us together, especially in, in the tough times we had. And this is something that, you know, uh, shows the strength of the woman. And that's why I say it's not a supporting woman. It's a strong, it's a pillar, it's a rock uh, that helps people like me, entrepreneurs, to uh, be able to succeed in what they do. So, honey, I don't. I know you're not listening right now. You'll listen to the uh, tape later because you are now doing your yoga. Um, uh, I, but I want to share to tell you that I uh, love you. I respect you, and I enjoy living together with you 34 years. And um, you know, uh, we're going to celebrate tonight. I made reservations in a nice uh, restaurant, and probably will bring us will bring back memories from 34 years married and 30 years together. And I wish myself another 30, 40, 50 years with you. Um, as long as we live and uh, be happy as we are uh, today. And I wish you also huge success in your uh, career as an artist and as a painter. And uh, I fully support you. I hope to be the rock now that supports you with your uh, venture. Um, now, after this emotional uh, piece, it's time for commercial to kind of break between personal and uh, business. Uh, again, we're going uh, out for commercials, the second segment of commercials for today's show, and I'll uh, see you here, I'll meet you here again on the other side of the commercials. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into Taking Care of Business with David Wallach. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to dvwallach at gmail.com. That's D-I-V-I Wallach at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And I'm back with you. I, this is the last segment of today's episode of Taking Care of Business. Um, I would call this, it's the opening of season two, and it's coming back to business from a, a nice vacation. But now let's, uh, after I shared with you my uh, great experiences over the summer in, you know, getting my balance in life, um, let's go back to business and let's start discussing uh, our next uh, business uh, phases and and kind of set the, the tone for the uh, new um, guests that I'll have this season. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all about uh, you and about your business and how to take care of your business. And when I talk business, uh, yeah, it is, is uh, a lot to do with entrepreneurs, but it also has to do with every, each and every person in the kind of field they work. They don't have to be an entrepreneur to kind of follow some of the advice we share here. Um, it's good for everyone in the, if they want to make progress and they want to advance in their career. So um, we have about, we have less than 120 years for uh, until year end, um, which uh, doesn't leave us a lot of time to, you know, change the results of uh, the year. It gives us time to do uh, two things. One, the first one, uh, if you haven't done it in the summer, during the, uh, the summer when it was a little bit, you know, less stressful, um, w- one thing is to go back and, and visit uh, your performance so far in the first eight months of the year. It's two-thirds of the year. You have less than a third left. Um, it's time to go back to your business plan, your sales plan, and, um, you know, check, check, compare, compare to what your goals were and where you are, compare where you want to be or wanted to be and where you actually are. And, 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 you know, put a mirror in front of yourself and say, why did I produce only 60% or 70% uh, of my goal? Uh, what did go wrong? 
or put um, or say, oh, oh, I'm so happy I'm 120% over my target. Uh, how do I keep on going? How do I keep on succeeding in, in you know, moving the bar as far up as possible and uh, being more successful, both professionally and financially? Um, so this is a great time. Um, the next come couple of days or a few days after the long weekend in, in North America to go back to the uh, original business plan or sales plan you have and figure out what did go well. What did go well in the first eight months? And if it, if it did go well and it helped you uh, reach and, and, and exceed your goals, um, do you keep doing the same? Uh, do you keep doing the same or do you need to change something? Uh, if you need to keep if you need to keep doing the same, just do it and ignore weaknesses. Go to your strength and ignore your weaknesses. This is where I strive. This is where I'm becoming successful. Keep on doing this. The other the, the other option is again, um, if you're falling behind is what did go wrong? Like why didn't I meet my target? What did I do? What, what can I do to impact the results? It's not what the surrounding area or surrounding uh, economy or surrounding people. It's all about you, 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 me, me, me. It's about what is the action you can take that uh, will help you now close the gap between your goal and where you currently is. You currently, you you currently kind of uh, uh, results are. The one thing that people kind of tend to uh, focus on or kind of hang on their kind of failure on is, you know, the economy, the government, you can control those. Don't bother about them. Think about them, have them in the back of your mind, but the only thing you control is your action. The only thing is you control is what are you going to do for yourself to become more successful and, and to reach everything you want to reach. One of the great experiences you can have, and, and I'm kind of uh, going into the next phase of, of what I want to discuss today, is if you have a goal that you can uh, draw it, whether it's a new house or, or a, a new car or a new boat or something that is tangible that you can put a picture in front of you at your work desk and say, this is my goal and how do I get there, that, that may help you change um, some of the things you need to change if you are falling behind. That will help you, okay, how do I get there? How do I get to a new house? How do I get to a new car? How do I get to the sports car I wanted or the, the boat that I wanted or, or whatever the case uh, or a trip that I want to, to make? To. Maybe you want to go to Portland. Maybe you want to go to the Holy Land. Uh, put a picture in front of you, go back to your plan and say, what have I, what can I do, use for my strength to get better and to uh, reach the goal and, and have the ability to do what I want to do? Which also leads me to the other part. As I said, we're now 120, uh, less than 120 days before year end. And, you know, let's uh, face it, when it comes to December, uh, half December is a write-off. Uh, people don't want to do business after December 15th. People are thinking about winter break, Christmas breaks, New Year's break, whatever you call it. It doesn't matter which country, it doesn't matter which religion. December 15th is almost like there's no work being done unless you have to close deal that started earlier. 
Um, and we are now already in, into September. And in the middle, we have more holidays and Saturdays and Sundays and uh, the whole nine yard. So it's also a great time. Parallel to your continuing your sales plan, it's a great time to look at what am I going to do 2019? What is my sales plan? What is my business plan 2019 and beyond? And I want to recommend two books. The first book is by Greg Bell. Uh, the book is called What are the Bamboo? Unleashing the Potential of Teams and Individuals. Um, I don't know if you uh, know the story uh, about uh, the giant bamboos, uh, but the way a giant bamboo grows is very particular, uh, very interesting. Uh, when it comes out of the ground, it rockets up an astonishing 90 feet in only 60 days. So that is a real growth. Uh, we pray for growth like this sometimes in our businesses. However, the, the bamboo farmers will tend uh, the plant for at least three years before they see any signs of growth. So you have to have a lot of faith. You have to have a lot of vision. You have to have a lot of patience and persistence to achieve and to see the day that the bamboo grows 90 feet within the next 60 days. So we don't anticipate such a growth in our business, uh, you know, 90% in 60 days. But what I'm talking about is this is the time right now um, in the next three months to be prepared for 2019. This is the time to look internally and, you know, find your vision, find your faith. See if you have the patience and persistence and, and focus to achieve what you want to achieve and write it down. Once you understand uh, the principle of the bamboo farmers uh, and, and, and see how their vision suddenly explodes into reality and you translate it into your business, you, you, you know you're doing a good plan. So what, what the book helps you is it, it helps you make your values come alive. It helps you set a compelling vision. Uh, and gener generate kind of the results you want. The reason it's about individuals and teams, it also kind of helps you find out how to build a network of supporters um, and, and create a great motivation to the team or to yourself. Um, it, it's how high achievers are working. Uh, it's how, how high achievers create breakthrough results. And, and I, I do, I, I was able and I was privileged to hear Greg Bell speak in a, in a conference. And um, the book, I, I highly recommend the book. I highly recommend uh, that you'll take it um, as, as a vision or as your mission, sorry, as your mission within the next four months to order the book. Again, Greg Bell, What are the Bamboo? Unleashing the potential of teams and individuals. Um, and uh, I, I guarantee that you will enjoy reading, and I guarantee it will, you will enjoy, and it will help you um, build a, a stabilized and achievable vision and plan for your business, for your career, for yourself, uh, and for your family. Uh, it's all it's it it all can relate to each other. All they all can they all related to each other. They all connected to each other. Um, so, so that's kind of, uh, you know, 
in, in terms of broad terms, um, creating your uh, plan for next year and the years uh, beyond that. Um, I like to make plans for um, between a year and three years, not more than three years. Um, do I have a big, hairy, audacious goal? Yeah, well, I have a BHAG that goes beyond three years, but beyond three years, I don't like to plan. It's it's a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, a dream, and, you know, things change over three years. The, the second book um, I want to recommend is Mr. Schmooze. Um, the Art of, and Science of Selling Through Relationships. Uh, their book was written by Richard Abraham. Uh, they also have a, he also has a website that, and he sends a, a blog every uh, week. Um, you can uh, kind of Google Richard Abraham or Mr. Mr. Schmooze. It's a great book, book that um, I read a few times. I gave it as presents a few times to, to friends and clients. Um, and the book is about, you know, selling in a different way, selling in a different of, you know, uh, making a different effort in, in terms of creating relationship rather than, you know, upfront selling and then face to face or sorry, in your face uh, selling. Uh, and it, it's very inspirational. It's uh, it's really kind of a book that uh, it didn't change the way I, I sell, but it really helped me uh, recognize what I can do for other people, uh, and you know, with not a big effort, and uh, help will help me uh, sell more, create a better uh, relationship with clients, and and, and grow. Uh, the amount of clients and prospects I have. And I, I, I read it a few times because every time I read it, you can find something new. Every time you read it, you find another idea. Or, or better yet, every time I read it, I think about people that I know and what I should do uh, in terms of my relationship with them and, and, and increase my relationship with them through uh, that behavior that uh, Mr. Richard Abraham is um, specifying in his book, Mr. Schmooze. Uh, again, I'm, I'm sure you can have both books uh, through Amazon, uh, Water the Bamboo and Mr. Schmooze. Um, and, and those books, um, the reason I mentioned those books is one is kind of a more uh, fundamental creating uh, your plan. One is more uh, actual how to behave uh, in order to uh, win more business and 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 uh, win more clients. So uh, it's the time. It's the time to uh, start thinking about 2019. It's the time to not to be surprised, not to wait for December 15 or January 7th to prepare your plan. Uh, the more you pre prepare, the more you, you put emphasis on preparing uh, the coming year the better you'll have a chance to succeed with uh, your uh, achieving your goals, achieving uh, your uh, targets, and reaching that uh, ability, reaching the ability to buy what you have uh, on a picture in front of you. As I mentioned, whether it's uh, the new house, the new car, the sports car, uh, season tickets, 
uh, trip to somewhere, etc., etc., etc. We all have our kind of wish list, uh, bucket list, call it whatever you call it. Um, so this is kind of um, uh, one thing, or uh, the, the the things I recommend. The, I, the last book we, that I want to kind of share with you, we shared a few in, in during season one. Um, it's a book by Sue Stiles, and the, the book is called The Little Red Stick, What Gets Measured Gets Done. Uh, Sue is an instructor to real estate professionals, especially in the residential side, but when I read the book and when I read the book, her book, um, I recognize it's good for every salesperson. It's Every salesperson, everyone that is in sales, and every business wants and needs and, and, and has... Um, the sales kind of program. Uh, I don't know a sale a business that doesn't have sales, maybe except of uh, you know uh, Revenue Canada or the IRS. Um, and she talks about the five daily habits. She talks about you know how you measure. She talks about um, what uh, you can do in terms of actual uh, work, actual. Uh, day in the office to win business. So the first book, uh, Water the Bamboo, is kind of sets the fundamental vision and and, and and your long-term plan, the business plan. The the second book, Mr. Schmooze, talks about another way of selling. And The Little Red Stick is about how the day-to-day, the five uh, habits that you have to do every day to treat clients and to treat prospects will help you gain business and win business. So so I know we all try at the part last part of the year to uh, make it happen, to to sell more, to 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 close more deals, to to reach our goals. But we have to set up time. We have to set up time every week, an hour, an hour and a half out of the whole week to think about what's going to happen when we come back from the winter break. What's going to happen in 2019, 2020, and 2021? If you, the more you, you, you're ready for that, the more, the better chance you have to be successful. The more you prepare yourself, the better chance you have to reach your goals. The more you kind of go into details and, and understand what you're doing or understand what you need to do, the better chance you have to uh, get that picture from the wall into reality. Um, so that's it for today. Um, I, again, once again, I, I'm so happy to be back. Uh, I, the break was really good uh, and uh, gave me a lot of time to think. Uh, I'm excited about some guests that we already lined up for the coming uh, weeks and, and, and month. And uh, again, do not stop sending me your comments, uh, dvwallach at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and on Facebook and LinkedIn. And I will meet you here again next week. It is September. It will be September 10th at uh, 8 a.m. Mountain, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Your host, David Wallach. Thank you for listening to Taking Care of Business. Please join David Wallach again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until we talk again, make your week as great as you want it.